Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blakes podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Look, if we said there wasn't an ounce of head noise in the studio today, we'd be fucking lying, wouldn't we? Yes. The boys have got a bit on. There's a bit of wheezing and coughing and low immune systems in this joint at mm-hmm. the moment. We're going from cold weather with no jumpers to back to the best state, Queensland. It's yeah. good to be home. It is good to be home in some warmth. Isn't it? Mm. It's fucking quite nice. Um, better beer. I'm not cracking one today because it's fucking 20 past nine in the morning. <coughs> and, uh, you know, so we're on the Red Bull to fire up a little bit. Mm. But that's actually you, late normally. Yeah, that's right. Which, <laughs> so that shows you how much we're hurting. Okay. But if you are going to crack a beer, crack a better beer. Jogging a can, winning a tin. Yeah, guys, the next merch drop for everyone who lost out on the fucking lids last time. They were a hot property. We're doing another run of lids. We're doing the black OG hat and the full fabric greenies, both on sale Thursday, September 21st at 6 p.m. So, you know, we'll let you know before then on the socials, all that sort of shit. But there's a little warning for you. And as you know by now, the hat's a hot property, so don't fuck around. So that's next week if you're listening. Yeah, the 20... First, Thursday the 21st of September. So we'll run a little pre-roll next week so everyone hears. But uh, that's what's happening. And Alpha Lewis, once again, guys, just pump the yabbies. Uh, I still love when I see a trendsetter send some picks in and catching fish with them. So if you do catch a fucking lizard or whatever fish, send us a photo to Alpha Lewis or Alpha Blokes and tag us. It's, it's, uh, it's great to see and, and share the love. So, um, yeah, if you want to keep the updates and that, go follow Alpha Lewis on Instagram and shit like that. Boys, Sydney, what a fucking trip that was. 
Yeah. We it made was, it back alive. Yeah, we did, which is great for, I suppose, everyone involved <laughs> that, that we're all here. Yep. Like we said, we're not 100%. Twina, you woke up this morning, mate, a bit... Uh... I was fine yesterday, but yeah, I'm just a bit sick today. <laughs> so, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> look, we're hurting. We're hurting. Mm. But, but we show up. That's what we do. Mm. I'm glad we didn't show up yesterday. Oh, that's right. That I would have curled a small community. <laughs> With my negativity. Yeah. But um, it was great, you know, to be able to – well, in the industry we're in, I suppose, it's good to go and collaborate with others doing similar things and, you know, go to other uh, shows and broaden your reach and pepper as many years as possible, I suppose. And it's great to be able to do that while we were down in the big smoke. Crammed a lot in while we were down there, put it that way, which was sort of good because instead of just there having your free time – you know, which we probably played up more than we should have. You know, it was sort of kept us in line for those few days. Had to battle on a few days, but no, it was it was fucking excellent, mate. And um, but Sydney is a fucking cold joint. It is, isn't it? Like we, and I think there was a cold spell that come through like that week. Yeah, but like I only just remembered to throw a hoodie in last minute, just thinking, oh, just in case. And forgot the fucking thing every time we went down. And we were steaming around for four days with nipples that could poke your fucking eyes out. Or key a car. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We had a bit on. And um, the breakfast and lunch food in Sydney go okay. But can't really tell you too much about dinners. I don't think we had a dinner one of the nights. We didn't eat dinner once. <laughs> I think I had two bits of pizza coming home at one thirty or something on one of the oh right one of the nights. But they, yeah, dinners tasted a lot like vodka lime soda. Mm. Vodka lemonade for me. For you, you rent the vodka lemonade, didn't you, mate? Yeah, yeah. And like on tour, you know, you start the day right, and you just get excited as it progresses, don't you? You yep. know, you in the Arvo, you start having a few. You don't want to. Do you actually like vodka soda? Yeah, well, it's one of those things for me that the first one isn't great, but squeezing the lime in there and then after about two or three, it's just one of those things like any drink. I don't even really drink it for the taste. You're just drinking it to keep the fun flowing and it just makes me feel so much better the next day. Mm. Yeah. If it yeah. didn't if it didn't help me so much the next day when I woke up, it's not like I'd choose to drink it for the taste, but it's just the fact that if you're on a bit of a rip and tear... You know, especially at home here, man, where you got to wake up with the kids at whatever time they wake up. I'm like, I I'd just rather not drink if I don't like the taste of it. Yeah. Well, if if I was repulsed by it, I I wouldn't drink it. Yeah. But you know, I don't mind the uh, vodka lime soda. You add a bit of lime cordial into it. Mmm. Did put a bit of sweetness in there. Yeah, a bit of juice. Yeah. There's not much flavour. It's good when you get a nice couple of bits of. Flavor. I always have to squeeze the lime in there. Yeah. But um, look, soda water doesn't taste very nice. No. Water's good, but it's like water that you know when the TV used to go staticky. <laughs> reminds me of that, but it's that's water. What it tastes yeah. like. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's what it tastes like. So the lime's a very vital part of a vodka lime soda. But we'll give you a bit of a fucking run through, right? Wednesday we fucking uh, flew in about lunchtime and uh, caught up with the Hello Sport lads, which was fucking great. We got them on the show a while ago, and. Um, you know, I've caught up with them a couple of times, but it was uh, was great, mate. It was, it was a big deal for me because, like, I've listened to those lads for years, like, while in the mines and shit like that, being right into footy and, you know, them and Kempy. So got a lot of respect for them and shit, mate. And it was actually cool to sit on the other side of the couch and be on their show for a change, you know, after 
Ah, they're the Yarnas of all Yarnas. It yeah. was good. They can just, uh, those two can just flow away. Yep. Like, just sit down and just <laughs> just start talking shit. So, no, that was that was good, mate. And we actually got into some uh, stiff tequilas. Yeah. Shout out to Patron. Yeah, we fucking give that a good hiding, eh? And they had, they had these big sphere ice cubes. Yeah. Which were just good, wasn't it? It was like the, um, what's the material they use? That's fucking... Oh, sort of like a plasticky, latexy. Yeah, and it's like you fill this little hole at the top and you get these nice big balls of ice to have in the fucking drink. And, uh, yeah, we fairly got stuck into our work there. It was good. And went for lunch down the road and played a pool comp with the boys. Yeah. Now, we, uh, you know, had Quino with us. They had Tobler there. <coughs> and because those boys have a fucking pool table in their studio... It was like, right, hey, well, we're up against it here, me and Cam. Like, when's the last time we've played pool together? Oh. Apprenticeship? <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, it would have been a while, mate. Yeah, something like that. So we're like, right, hey, and we went, well, we got the fucking great white pool shark with us. <laughs> we're like, right, hey, you have to use your producer for three shots each. So we're thinking, oh, Tobler, not much of a pool man. Quino, he'll come in and just sink 12 in one go. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't really work out that way, Quino. No. What happened, mate? Washed up. You're a bit dusty. Pressure was uh, pressure is on when you're amongst the greats, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we we fell short. The first game was actually pretty tight, and then we just got fucking wrestled, didn't we? In that was the... that one moment when I'm like, I really want to take this shot, and you're going, "Let Quinn take this one." I'm going, <laughs> "Fuck." <laughs> and then you fucked it. Yeah, he fucked. It. And that's all there is to it. But uh, we actually, while we were waiting there on one of the days. I never thought I'd, thought I'd see the day, but we had a bit of time and the boys had got the PlayStation set up there. Yeah. And uh, Camo and I actually got into a bit of golf. I'm, I actually didn't mind it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, big gamer. Yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love gaming. <laughs> Massive gamer. Yeah, it was all right to fill in a bit of time, mate, but I think that's the first time I've ever played a game with you. Yes. Like, I, And it was pretty funny. Like, How, If you want to piss me off... Invite me around to your house and say, let's play PlayStation. <laughs> but it was funny, though, eh? like watching, but me and you, because I'm not a gamer either. But yeah. it was funny with us. But you're dabbling it, like down at Agnes, you got it set up down there. I remember back in the day, you'd sit there and chill out and sort of have a go at it. Back in the day, yeah, it was. Now yeah. I don't even know if it is there or not. But I just mean it was funny with both of us because we're like, oh, we'll give the old fucking PlayStation a run for a while, you yep. know, while we're waiting. We couldn't even fucking set it up. Like, we had to get Tobble to come over. Oh, a couple of spastics, the, yeah. Press the players, fucking do all the shit till we could actually just fucking teach us how to swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just in a totally. That was a great game, but, oh, well, yeah. if, if someone, if that was all there and I could sit on the couch and have a bit of a play, I would. Yeah. No, it was all right, eh? Like, you can understand why some people do. Do play that just if they've got an hour spare or something and want to zone out, you know. Like if you've got so much going on or whatever, you can't do anything. Like I definitely understand where some people can find that bit of a chill out time. Like maybe when you're watching YouTube or something like that is where someone else might fucking turn her on. Yeah, and like I always say, people that are video gamers, they they normally got a good fucking bank account, healthy bank account, because they just chill out. I'm having a down weekend, don't spend money, and happy sitting at home gaming. Yeah, that's right. Good on them. But, yeah, I'd, it's just one of those things that you couldn't – I couldn't imagine myself doing, but 
Who knows? Later on when the kids might get into it, I might be sitting there fucking gaming, mate. But at yeah. the moment, we've got too much on to really <laughs> sit down and fucking game. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that we'll was... Sit down and yarn instead. Yeah, that's exactly right. But, no, it was good catching up with those boys. And um, we actually went and checked in after that. And I think we got around, like, looking for a place to eat and where all the action was for, like, a night. And then didn't realise that the last time we went in Sydney, we were literally staying about 40 metres away from where we were staying and just walked the total opposite direction of where all it the wasn't action even, was. Yeah, it would, been, it would have been dead on 40 metres. If we just turned around and looked at um, Fraser Suites, I think, that we stayed at yeah. last time, and Nadina's on the corner, we would have been like, oh, well, we know where to go. There's a few bars up here. And, yeah. the, next, and the next day we found the same brekkie spot that we uh, went to. Yeah, that's right. But it was good, though, knowing where that Darling Harbour was because we probably wouldn't have went down there if we saw that straight away. That's true. Yeah, because, like, Thursday um, Thursday we had a bit on. That was probably the most we had on actually, work, like, yarning-wise or working-wise. Popped in and had a yarn with the Wee Mean World, Jarch and Lou. So it was good to catch up with those legends. They're fucking kicking ass at the moment. So it was, uh, it was good to do that. It wasn't quite a, a play-up like we sort of had with the boys. They were pretty busy as well. Yeah, they were in and out. Yeah, but that that was good. So that episode will be coming out um, on their show soon. Uh, and uh, look, Jarchi's just one of those lads that's clicked with us from the start. You know, ever since we sort of met Jarchi, just sort of gets along with us prime. And and Lou was great as well. So that was good. Later that day, I had a yarn with a couple of legends in the country music scene, which will be yeah. which will be out for us probably later later this month or. Or coming up soon, Zach and George, if you haven't heard of them. A um, couple of legends having a crack. And, you know, their music's right up my alley if you're into country stuff. So They got a couple of cracking tunes. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, go check them out. And like we said, that that episode will be out in a bit with us. But, yeah, play out through some work and it was time to let the hair down on the Thursday. Because we had a free day Friday, you know. So that's when you go, right, eh? This is when you fucking... Turn her on a little bit. And in Perth, we found that when we went to the water, fun was found. So yes. we sort of went to the same tactic. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard because, like, we were so spoilt in Canada with whenever we wanted to party, it was you on. could go and party. Yeah. And we forget that that's not the rest of the world. So it's like coming back here, if we're, like, on a Wednesday or a Thursday and we're going... Right, let's go and fucking rip in. You're just expecting us, I think, still to just walk into a place and it's pumping. Yeah, like there's people yeah. everywhere and it's taken us about four or five trips to the big smoke to finally realise, yeah, there's not really anywhere. That's pretty rare. Yeah. But um, we manage, though, because we can fucking find fun <laughs> in any situation. Uh, so we went down there and found a little bar on the water. And sort of popped in there and there was only probably, what, fucking th- like us three and two others when we first got to this bar. Yeah. And um, it was right under that heritage bridge. Yeah. What was it called? The pontoon or something? Pontoon. Yeah, the yeah, pontoon. Yeah. And um, so we're sitting there and look, I think we know by now the way to really kickstart the night is with the Long Island iced tea. The most alcohol in one drink. Yeah. And we sort of, <laughs> I think that got us started probably three out of four days, didn't it? But it does, it does send it India, and you get that little buzz on pretty quick. I reckon you're big. I reckon tequila for anything for a starter, it's always going to get you going. Yeah, it does get you going. I eh? get you off the get you off the couch. 
sort of thing. I hope I didn't um, fuck myself there. I'm pretty sure Long Island I see has got tequila. Sure taste. Yeah, it does. Have a look, yeah. Quino. Have a look at a, at a Long Island because I think it's got a lot in it. <laughs> it's got a bit of everything. Half ounce of tequila, half ounce of white rum, one ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of triple sex, so that'd be your Quantro, one splash of cola, half ounce of gin, half ounce of vodka, so pretty much all your white basic spirits. <laughs> and a splash of cola. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> you don't really taste that splash too much. No. They do somehow make them tastier at other places, though. Like, I remember one of them... That like, one down at Bondi was fucking unreal. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know what they do, like in order or something like that. But uh, yeah, no, they go, they go, they get you going. Hey, people could fuck up a vodka lime soda. Mm, yeah, that, in this world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. But we uh, we made our own fun, like we said. We sort of started <laughs> to get into our drinks. Time, good times are coming, mm. and then all of a sudden there was a bit of music coming out of the room inside. So the music was pumping. We all know Daddy loves a groove. Mm. So fucking. You know, he's in there getting stuck into his work. Ne- next minute, he's back at the table. They didn't let you in, mate. Well, I got in there and then he sort of just, when I met him, and he's like, oh, we got a private thing in here tonight. And I'm like, yeah, right, I mate. Yeah, so Cam's out. Then we bumped into this UK couple. They were a bit deflated as well. You know, the ch- chicks went in there. They're over from England having a good time. They've been punted as well out of the private event. <clears throat> bumped into a few Kiwi lads who were pretty on one. Had three moustaches, so we called them the worm brooms. Yeah. And fucking had a yarn with those boys. And we sort of come up with a plan. Now, the the name on the door was Arnott's, like the biscuits fucking Arnott's, right? And that was their party. And we're like, right, eh? we need to come up with something here, have a bit of fun. So we formulated a plan with the three Kiwis, the two Pommies, and we were going to be the Scotch Finger Division. And we were going to get in there. So sort of ran everyone through on the table, right, we're going to get into this fucking Arnott's party. Any questions with the Scotch Finger Division, UK, you're in charge of dipping the fucking biscuits into chocolate, which I didn't realise was a Scotch Finger thing, but they do do a, a version of it like that. But anyway, you're dipping the chocolate. Kiwi boys, you're compressing the biscuit. And he can't got any dramas. Cam and I are managing the joint and uh, steer them at us and we'll yarn our way out of the situation. So everyone was on par with it, and we just steamed in full of confidence, right? Thinking, hey, here we go. What's, what's going to happen here? We fucking hooked in till 2 a.m. with the Arnott's. <laughs> yeah. With the Arnott's team. Proper turn one on. Like, music was pumping. We've literally found what we were after. And they had hired well. There were some good-looking people in there. Yeah, what were you? You were yarning with the owner. Oh, of I won't go into that. <laughs> yeah, I gave, went up to the CEO or whoever the fucking top dog was in. Pretty much congratulated him on a few things and fucking <laughs> business with daddy. Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> I'll, le- I'll leave it at that. Yeah, well, let's just say that it was a success. They all welcomed us as part of the Arnott's team because, and I think I was even trouting off in there going, the Scotch Fingers <laughs> keeps Arnott's afloat. <laughs> We're the backbone of Arnott's, like fucking carrying on, mate. And yeah, it was, it was good. It was a fucking fun time. But um, and and we documented the whole thing on the vlog. And thanks so, for the free drinks because our tab did not um line up to reflect. What we drank. Uh, yeah, 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 reflect. That's right. Because <laughs> we we probably got stuck into three or four cocktails each, like while we were just sitting there. Yeah. And they are in their twenties, and yeah. you know, and not after cheap. The, after that, she was double park sort of thing with everyone, and you just expect that to be a big tab. You know, you just go right. Oh, 
I'm not going to say how much it was or how much we were thinking, but it was probably a grand less than what we <laughs> what we thought or whatever. Yeah. And like going up to pay it, I'm like, copy that. We will take that. Cheers to Arnott's. <laughs> Thank you. Love Arnott's. Well, even the owner said on the way out, well, I, hope you, I hope you enjoyed your free drinks. Yeah. Well, you probably well, didn't realise we had a tab on as well. Well, with the Kiwi blokes, right, this <clears> was the funniest thing. Like the Kiwi blokes got kicked out because the Wimbrooms did a bit too much sweeping. And they mm. got fucking, you know, they got kicked out. And I was in the shitter and come back out. And, what well, you got approached, Quinn OA, by the Arnott's dude or one of the bouncers. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, brother, you have to go because your two mates are outside. And I'm thinking, oh, you two have been kicked out. But it was two of the womb rooms. I'm like, mate, they're just acquaintances, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the, owner, the owner's going, right, i got to go or whatever. Yeah. And as I was leaving, like in that funny spirit, because we la- I was laughing like fuck at what we just did. Oh, yeah. Because it's fucking hilarious. And the owner of the whole joint was like, right, uh, and I was like, oh, we're probably not going to come back here. I said, mate, I've got to tell you, yeah. And he's like, what? And then told him about how we've infiltrated Arnott's and shit like that. And he was fucking pissing himself laughing. Going, That's fucking unreal. See you tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we did. Yeah, and we did. And that sort of became a bit of a... It must have been the last one they found to kick out or something. And I'm, and I'm looking down and you and Quinn are standing there. And he goes, yeah, all your mates are out or whatever. I said, oh, no, you guys were walking down the stairs. And I'm like, mate, the only two mates I've got in here have got black hats on. Yeah. I said, I haven't got any other mates here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to go, mate. But you would have, they would have thought that because we all just stayed. Oh, because, and we're all interacting with each other, yeah. We actually got the, um, got the photo of all of us as the, remember yeah. that? We all sat on the couch with the womb brooms, with the UK couple. The so Scotch Quino, finger division. Yeah, so you could probably even put that um, on the <laughs> Patreon episode, the Scotch finger division. But yeah, it was just one of those ones where, look, there was every chance that night where you could sit there not be allowed in and just fuck off and go home and go, oh, well, there was nothing on. But doing that little shit every now and again just creates a fucking fun time, eh? Yeah, 100%. So, no, that that was a great way to fucking really rip in. But Friday, <coughs> Friday we woke up to a piss-poor rainy day in Sydney, mm. which was a bit of a kick in the nuts, eh? Because we're like, Friday's our fucking free day, you know, <laughs> we'll... Um, We'll go down to, I think we were planning to go to Bondi, for, like get into the sun, do a bit of a crawl through there and stuff. Um, but, yeah, piss poor. So And we had an 8 out of 10 hangover. Oh, yeah, 8.5 even, I reckon. <clears throat> it was, yeah, getting right stuck into me. But uh, So we went and checked out a bit of ramen, didn't we, mate? Instead of going the natural fast food chain. We'd... Went and blew our holes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking hell, they don't really dabble in the old ramen too much. And, yeah, I don't know. It was an experience. I probably wouldn't go for it all the time. But do you normally eat ramen? It's apparently it's really good for the hangover. Well, it was like good. It definitely helped me, me yeah. hangover. But, no, I wouldn't um, dabble too much into it in the warmer weather. Nah, not really. And we've had a shit excuse for a winter up here. Yeah, we have, haven't we? Which I'm not really sad about. Nah. No, I'm keen for it to warm back up a bit. I think that's why... Not too much. That's why we weren't expecting the um, the cold, I think, because we were like, oh, well, winter's got fuck all. Yeah. Didn't really realise that it might have a bit of sting in it back there. Me being stubborn, leave me jumper at the room. You could, we could have bought a jumper a few times and we're like, nah, we're just going to battle the cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Bryzy and his young fellas, Tyler and Hayden, <clears throat> rolled in on Friday. 
So I thought we'd go back to the Arnott's factory to kick things off again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you guessed it, the Long Island Ice Tees really got things moving. I think we rolled up and said, oh, I'm not doing that again. Like in the morning, I can't do that again. And we're sitting there with one drink and went, oi, you reckon we should fire up or what? So uh, Didn't Cam get a um, Bloody Mary to kick oh, things off? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, normally your... the Bloody Caesar too. Yeah. The that's... clam juice one. That's normally your go-to, mate, isn't it? Clamato. Clamato. I could go for one now, actually. Mm. Well, it's, a bit, it's like a half a breakfast, really, isn't it? We got a bit of celery. I reckon you've just um, made my weekend. I'm... I'm going to fucking get a few ingredients this weekend. Oh. Drinking with daddy. <laughs> yeah, get out on the farm and have a fucking couple of bloody Marys. What's in, what, how do you make it then, Crino? Look, it's just tomato juice, juice Tabasco, vodka. vodka, your celery. Yeah. Crack, crack black pepper. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah. Tabasco. So, so the vodka is the alcohol. Yeah, correct. It? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking oath. I should. I reckon oh, lemon. Might... Lemon's very important too. Yeah, yeah. right, eh? I think I'd be very, um, like, if I got over the fact that it's a bit different the first couple of times, because I'm a big savoury sort of bloke, I probably would enjoy it. But the problem is I shouldn't try it every time I'm absolutely fucking wounded. You know, I am disappointed that I only started liking them when I got back to Australia. We were in the fucking capital of Bloody Marys, those Caesars, in Canada. Yeah. Remember how many we'd seen? We're going, how's these mad countries eating and drinking these... Like, yeah, yeah, these these fucking things. But in, like in the cold too, like it wasn't. It probably a good thing with the pepper and warm you up a little bit, does it? Or and then the olives and the some some of them have the bit of bacon coming out. Yeah, look up a I don't know, prime Caesar or something like that. Get some of them got some like a proper meal. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's almost like a snack. Some of those pizza joints we went to in Canada too. Read that out, Quinn. You are correct, my friend. A Caesar is a cocktail created and consumed primarily in Canada. It typically contains vodka, tomato juice, clam broth, hot sauce, Worcestershire sauce, served in ice in a large celery salt-rimmed glass. Fuck. So that, but yeah, that would warm you up, wouldn't it? Yeah, That's I don't know about kid. the clam broth, but it tasted all right the other day. I reckon it was just tomato juice. They just called it a Caesar. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck does someone think of making that? You know, like, if you read those things out to me, I'm going, wow, that is a wild... Well, most, most cocktails are just the fucking bartenders just like... Well, these spicy cocktails these days are really getting popular. Like spicy margs and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, right, eh? What's well, so there's a few getting around. Mm. Caesars, bit of margs. heat. Bit of heat in the kitchen. Bit of heat in the daddy's kitchen, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but after that, though, like, started sort of getting back on the horse. Mm. Went for a walk down... You know, looked at all perving on all the fucking action. Mm. And uh, we actually stumbled across a joint that was doing $12 cocktails. Yes, which was rare. Even the locals didn't um, believe us. Yeah. And we actually, she said, oh, you can stay here if you're going to drink them like that. And, you know, for as long (laughs) as you want. So we sort of parked up and sort of worked our way through the cocktail menu, didn't we? Yeah. Like we said, we find fun on the water. Mm. You go to the water, you have fun. It seems like. And it was time for our good mate, Jarch, to take us on a tour around his neck of the woods. So he come and joined us. Now, Jarch come to Gladstone for the live show, as you know, and we showed him around our neck of the woods, took him in like one of our own, like a, like a son, really. And really, He did run his own race here as well with Quinno. Yeah, but see, we had someone oh, making yeah, sure yeah, he yeah. was okay till the yeah. early hours. I think they finished off dressed as tubby, Teletubbies in the trendsetters room. At about six. And Quinn, you know, tapped him on the ass, sent him to bed safely. Mm. You know, he's in a foreign land. 
he's no one's his dad isn't going to kiss him goodnight here. Yeah. So we had to do it. Yeah. You know. But anyway, try to make him feel at home. Now he heard tales that Jarch is up there with one of the most prolific smoke bombers of all time. Right? And like I've heard I've heard tales of it. And you know, I thought surely not tonight. He's he's took us you know, he said, "Right, hey, let's go." And the first stop for Jarchi and his mission was we went to this pub. It was already about 12 o'clock, right? We've been back at the room having a few. Mm. I think that's – do you call it then, Camber? Yeah. Could, I could see in Jarchi's eyes he was smoke bombing. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> I, I knew. I knew. Yeah. But he um, took us to this pub at about 12 o'clock, right? Walked in there. I'm like, oh, th- you know, this one will be going all right. Walked in there after midnight, no music, sitting there, and we're sort of looking around going, what is record? <laughs> we'll fucking We'll keep going eh? And he's like Yeah we'll keep going Come out of there Alright Right bruss That's none from one <laughs> And then he took us to the cross And I was like Right eh Time to get into our fucking work In Sydney sort of thing And um, You know We We went there It was a very for, foreign place For a couple of blokes from CQ Quinn O'Brizzy and I mm. And uh, we were sitting there though Took us to this rooftop sort of bar And it was good You know The tunes yeah. were going he put on the drinks for us. I've got to give him that. He yeah, he did. He did. Put on a couple of rounds of the, you know, of drinks and stuff, which was prime. And then all of a sudden, at about one in the morning, where's Jarch? Now we're with a with a couple of Jarch's mates, and they're going, "Ah, oh, mate, he's gone. Like Jarch is gone." And we're going, "Nah." I'm like, "Nah." Yeah, he's surely not. Like where he's literally, <laughs> he's taken us. The Jarch has taken us. This is like Jarch's Kentucky tour of Sydney. So we're like, nah, nah, nah. About 20 minutes later, I'm starting to go, maybe he has. And then it got to about 30 or 40 minutes and we're like, he's fucked us. You know? <laughs> he's fucked us. And anyway, I looked down, peered down and saw, saw this curled up trucker cap sitting on the table, like a floating cap that on the water after someone's been taken by a croc. Just sort of sitting there, right? Now that's Jarch if I've ever seen it. That straight up, yeah. Just that's that's Jarchi. And I went, right. So I took some memorabilia. Haven't told him yet, but I got the scalp of a dad kisser. Yeah. You got his hat. Yep, got his hat. I've took it. And um, I'm looking for a spot to hang it in the studio to remind us that when the going gets tough, the tough get going. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) so. But, yeah, um, but, you know, lucky enough we found our way home safely, you know, mm. no extra holes in the neck or anything like that. Yep. And give him a message the next day having a laugh. And I said, can't. Like, that was actually impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, bumped into the boys and they're like, yeah, he's just known for it, you know. He just, he just loves it. But my thing with the smoke bombing is you must have a group of – Mates who must always give you that much curry when you're going to leave and they talk you into staying and stuff like that. Because, <clears throat> like, my thing is, man, if I've had enough and I'm going, I'll just be like, righto, boys, have a fucking ripper night, I'm going. And then when they're like, no, nah, man, you're like, you go, hey, I'm fucking going. See you later. You know what I reckon it is? It'd be what going, you oh, when you finally go and then you go, oh, I don't want them to talk about me that I'm always leaving first or something like that. Oh, but then they're talking about you that you might be raped. In but a if you smoke stuff. bomb, they're going, did he fuck off? And then it's all a bit more of a laugh going, oh, that can smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah, but when you're at King's Cross at one in the morning and there's a few wild characters getting around, there's a cunt's hat still sitting on the table and you can't find him. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah. instead of making them go, is he raped in a ditch? 
Is he fucking asleep with a hole in his neck somewhere? Yeah. Nah, Jarch is fucked off. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, that's, just, that's right. You want to, I don't know. I'm just big about making sure me, ma- me mate's yeah. all right. So I'm like, fuck it. Where is this cut? That's but, a uh, good point, mate. But no, it, it is funny, though. And, you know, some people are known for it. Now I just know, you know, that's just how it is. It's how Jarch operates, mate. But we did get into our work with him, you know, in the room, on the piss. So it was fun. But no, I'm just, I'm just pumped that I've got a scalp, you know. Shit art. Shit art. <laughs> That's a shock art. <laughs> Bloody pinhead on him too. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> but I uh, shout out to Jarchi, mate. Fucking, uh, it was good having a, you know, one or two beers with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Cambo, you made the very smart decision mm. that night. And got some rest in because Saturday we we had a bit of something to do, you know. We had to go another to, podcast. No, we had to go do another podcast. Now Quino and I woke up because that's another thing we forgot to mention. Daddy got the fucking Daddy Deluxe room. Quino and I like the children upstairs on the <laughs> on the single beds. In my yeah. in my defence, booking it, I thought you had what I had, but two rooms. Yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah, I was said, no... "Oh, I'll let the boys have the bigger level." The bigger room, and we'll go up there and party. Mm. And then I come up to your room later, and then I kept it a little bit quiet. I'm going, fuck, my room smack. Yeah, <laughs> and like when we were at Gold Coast, like when there was a deluxe room, we had three way rock off, secured it nicely. But I was like, look, when I'm on tour, as long as I've got a room to go and party in and a fucking bed to sleep on, I'm not very picky at all. And I was feeling for Quinn because last time at the Gold Coast, he went and slept on the couch because of my fucking snoring. <laughs> and I'm like, Tom doesn't snore as bad as Cam. Yeah. So I was sort of just evening it out for the three of us. And, mate, I had a balcony. I had a bed. Mm. So I'm happy. I didn't know there was going to be a balcony. Remember, I went ringing you and I'm going, but no, this place is going to have a balcony. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was happy. You know what I mean? But, Quino, Mm. talk us through how you you were feeling, mate, on that saddie. Because I I looked over when I woke up to a bloke already looking at me. Eyes like piss hole in the snow, red as the devil's dick, and... I could tell in his head he's thinking, I do not want to do this today. So talk fucked, us through that. Fucked with a capital PH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were fucking. Just no sleep, man. Yeah. That's what fucks you. Yeah. But Just we big nights. Yeah. 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 Thank God we were meeting some massive morale boosters. I tell oh, you. that's right, mate. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, mate, lucky it was a couple of legends because it did make the job much easier. Great mates of the show. Yeah, mm. exactly. <laughs> Which, like the Hazard Twins. Yeah, the, the yeah. Boys, king of morale, kings of morale, mate. They're they're a couple of really fun blokes to be around. Um, so you know, we had a yarn with those boys, which will, like we said, come out fucking down the track, but made it very easy. And it's fucking impressive what those boys have built and achieved, yeah, and, and achieved. So, and it's good to meet people that are fun to be around like that. That are also kicking goals. Like you don't have to be boring and uptight and stuff to do well in your own career and shit. And, like, yeah. I think they're a really good example of that. Fucking Helping right. everyone out along the way. Yeah, and like we've said many times, man, the people in that position who are doing well themselves are always happy to see other people succeed and give advice, Yeah, you know, and shit like that. So that was cool. And now that the sun was out a little bit, we fucking went with the boys to Bondi, eh? Yeah. Soon as we had that first beer after finishing the yarn, I was, I was fine. Mm. I was like, I was just tired. I was, I was, it was good. I think morale was up a bit too because that yeah. was the last bit of, well, we call it work that mm. we had to do, right? Like pumped out a few shows and that and then it was like all we got looked to look forward to now is a bit of fun at Bondi and then the UFC. Yeah. So that was 
that was a good uh, good feeling. But yeah, went to Bondi. I think that'd be a great place in summer, eh? Like so much going. On. Oh, the proper Camel Toe Highway. Yeah, the trademarked Camel Toe Highway. <laughs> yeah, it was cold down there, and they were still just fucking skin, skin, out. and people wet that hadn't dried themselves walking along. Like I don't know if they're just used to the cold, or they have to be. They're that keen to just get some skin out. Yeah, but mm. yeah, it was fucking cold. So that was pretty cool to check it out. Like I said, it'd be great to go to when when she's warm weather. I think it'd be a great bit of people watching. Oh yeah, which Sydney turned it on people watching wise. Look at that one cab trip we did. We probably spotted five or six Tony pepperonis. Yeah, I think we've said it on almost every podcast yeah. as well. You'll hear us repeating. Yeah, that's all on all different shows. But yeah, but yeah, it's just you know it's one of those things for us. It's fucking great to go and go and have a look at. The old people watching side of things. Scott, I think some of those bars along Bondi, holy, like they're done well. They got the top notch. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It was good inspiration. I like going down and seeing how people set up their um, venues and stuff like that. Their the themed venues. Yeah, it is cool to see, eh? And the, the different times that they have shit in the and yeah, music playing. Like that um, place, which was like your worst nightmare, AFL on one side, NRL on the other. I was like, fuck yes, prime. Have a look at this. I can just see you sitting there going, where's the music, cunt? I want to fire up. It wasn't It wasn't even that. It was just that loud. Like I don't mind if it's just one thing playing, it, but AFL on one side, roaring, and then the fucking wires playing on the other side. Yeah. No, it wasn't the wires. Was yeah, it, it was uh, Penrith. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Penrith wires, yeah. So um, it was just getting louder and louder and more packed and more packed. And I'm, I'm a bloke from Gladstone, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There would yeah. have been fucking, how many people do you reckon? Oh, so many. In and out of that joint. So many, bro. It must have been known as like being the sports bar to go to. Yeah. Like, and I reckon that was a bit of a drug hub as well. There was a bit of fucking turnover rate going through the door and out. Yeah, and shame. But yeah, so that was um, that that was a good thing to do though for the Arvo before we fucked off because that was one we were making a conscious decision on to be like, rada, time to pull her up here, rope it in because we got a big fucking day on Sunday. I think it was at eight thirty start the UFC kicked off. Yeah, what well, we were in cab by seven. Yeah. yeah, so you know, woke up fresh, which was a fucking nice feeling after those sort of you know, four days or so. I went to bed at 5pm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Oh, yeah, you bailed early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. For, for due course. Well, yes. well, mate, you had a pretty big job that Sunday making sure you were glued to that gimbal mm. and phone. But you got a run in, actually, the news. Shout out to news.com.au. JB High Five. Yeah, you look real excited in that photo yeah. they put up too, didn't you? Mm. Oh, I was stoked to be there. <laughs> On the but, well, I just look so focused, don't I? Yeah. I mean, that was fucking unreal, the event, but yeah. they just dogged me hard. There. Yeah, yeah. It might do one when you're laughing or something or yeah. excited. Yeah. But, um, you know, the knuckler steaming in solo, like we yes. said, with his fucking carry-on cap on, mate, just come roaring into that place. How's that? Doesn't even bring a carry-on bag. Nah. Just, just his carry-on cap. Just carry-on cap, wallet, phone, keys, the shirt on his back. No, and left with that as and, well. And, like, I think he just stayed on the couch, did he? Or sat on it I think for a couple he, Yeah, hours. I heard him come back in for a couple of hours. I think he might have had a cup of tea. You let me know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, mate, that bloke's impressive, eh? Just, the, just how he can do that. Roll in, roll out. And he probably would have flew somewhere to do the same thing. <laughs> I think he was going home for a bit. But, yeah, he probably, no surprise there. Yeah.
the UFC like itself. So, well, it started at 8.30, like we said. Look, I think one of those things where UFC Perth has really set a standard for me yep. that is going to be so fucking hard to top no matter what. Yeah, 100%. Like, that whole uh, rack stadium on their feet, screaming at the top of their lungs when Volkanovski's over the top of Islam in that fifth round. Yeah. Just, and like Della Maddalena, Jenkins, Malarkey, like all those people getting a win and just, oh, it's just one of those things that I think coming from that, it'll always be hard to top the atmosphere. 100%. You know? Um, VIP package-wise, fucking lot better setup than Perth. Yeah. It was open longer for... Drinks and food and shit like that. Yeah, so the actual venue and everything and our seats, man. Like the and our the seats were prime. Seats man. were at the front, Fucking awesome. You know, and you know everything in that respect was was brilliant. You know, it's just the and the fights. You know, like we'll get into the fights, I suppose. Now, before we do, the highlight for me is watching Bruce Buffer get into his work in the octagon, but also out of it. Fucking like out. when people are walking into their tunes, Buffer. He's doing frog jumps. He's dancing. He's fucking, like, moving to the side, bouncing up and down like one of those little fucking midget dancers that moves their feet <laughs> as they bounce. I'm looking over all the time going, how good's Brucey? Just fucking limbering up. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's fucking remarkable, that bloke. He is, man. He's, he's so good. But the UFC itself, it, it, started, um, it started pretty well in the main card with like, well, Malaki got the win. It could have gone either way, I thought, but it was good, you know, seeing Malaki get the win uh, early on. Yeah, uh, made the show, Malaki and Jenkins. Fuck, that was disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, Jack fuck. Jenkins. Poor bastard got slung over and he put his arm out. And I haven't read what he actually did, but he's fucking didn't look good. Did not no. look good. His arm got fucked up. Like I don't know if it got hyperextended and and just belted, but. So that was a bit of a morale dampener, wasn't it? Yeah. Like that one happening. And then the main card started off fucking excellent. Tyson Pedro. I think That was some of the coolest shit. His walkout song, uh, him in the zone, and then putting on that performance. Oh, fuck. And after, after Perth too, it was good because he had that gastro that day, looked real lacklustre, not exciting, and it was a bit disappointing watching him there. Yeah. So the fact that he's come out at home, after old mate actually mentioned his wife, in the press conference. And he said after the fight, he goes, that was fucking personal. He goes, he brought me wife into it or whatever. I was shutting him up. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he goes, it wasn't, he goes, it wasn't really much in it. Shook me in before the press conference. And he goes, he might've got excited in that, but you don't talk about me family. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like fucking, yeah, and fucking come out and proper just stamped him, mate. So that, <laughs> that pumped the joint up. Shit name, the pleasure man. Yeah, the other bloke, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck's that? Yeah, but that that was great to see him back back in the zone doing that fucking unreal knockout. And then after, the place was lifting like we were on our way up. Taffer. Justin Taffer, man. That, that cunt is an entertainment machine. That was awesome. He went after that 50K bonus. He wasn't getting let down again from no. Perth. No, I think they didn't give it to him in Perth because he did like the old Mark Hunt sort of walk-off. Yeah, um, they want entertainment. Yeah, so he fucking give us that. He steamed him and then was like a fucking the top of a helicopter blade just punching the fuck out of him on the ground. So Pedro into Tafa, we were pumped. Yep. Like the place was on its way up, right? 
And then there was, um, I think, the flyweight fe- uh, fight that the Cape and Felipe or whatever. Like, there's a bit going on there, but didn't wasn't really invested in either fight. So, you know, I think I actually went and topped up my drinks then or whatever. That was a good fight. It was, yeah. like, the most contact, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, f- was the most, that was the best fight. I think yeah. I watched the first, like, couple of, I think the first round or whatever, and then Ty was on next. I'm like, i got to piss, got to get yeah, a drink. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I sort of missed missed the end of it. Yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of action in it. And then this was the chance to really lift the fucking roof off Sydney. Ty. Like Ty's fight, yeah, and mate, I yeah, it was so disappointing, wasn't it? Like, but look at the size of the bloke he's fighting. Yeah, oh, and dude. the reach advantage. Oh, hundred percent. Like taking nothing away from Ty's in, like that would have been fucking hard. But just you know, the build up, the back to back losses, Western Sydney, like everyone's. Yeah. That was like the main event of the night for everyone there, sort of thing. Fucking oak. You know what I mean? So after those two performances, everyone sort of waiting for fucking Ty to come out. And I feel like he had, like, a game plan, right, of targeting his legs, like, taking out the leg kicks. Yeah, he was and, really hammering that leg and, for a bit. And he was hitting the leg, but every time he hit that leg kick, he would just get fucking pop riveted yeah. with, a, with a right every time. And it was like, whew, I don't know how this is sort of working out. And, yeah, unfortunately, mate, he just fucking – he dominated Volkov. Like, Volkov dominated him, eh? Yeah. Which was fucking a tough watch. Like, you could hear a pin drop when the – yeah. You could hear a pin drop when the ref called, like, gone sort of thing. We're all just sort of sitting there deflated, eh, going, fuck. Mm. That's no It was sort of like a... Yeah, there was, like, three Russians somewhere going... Bah! Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... So that that was disappointing. And honestly, don't really know, like, what happens with Ty now, you reckon, in the division? What's he come off? Two losses now. Three. Three. Yeah. You know, and I think Volkov's in the like I think he's in the top ten, but because sort of... Derek Laws is back on top, like going to be fighting. Yeah, I'd like to see a Derek Laws him. Well, what about Tafa versus Tafa Ty? Versus Ty. I'd nearly, mate, the way Tafa's going up and the way Ty's going, that would be a slugfest. And honestly, I think like Tafa at the moment, you'd nearly have to say he'd be the favourite, wouldn't you? I don't know. Like obviously, Ty's fighting better. More like higher ranked opponents, but Tafa man, he didn't even look like getting hurt in that fight, did he? No. Nah. And old mate, I think has been on a big win streak. The dude yeah. who fought, who was tall and fucking rangy as well. He just baptized. Him. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he yeah, did, but... didn't he? Put him to sleep, dude. Have you that... seen that on the street? You'd probably your yeah your guts would be churning. I reckon. Yeah, a hundred percent. That'd be the what... toughest bloke ever. Yeah. But have you seen that actually on the bitumen? Mm. That one pop ribbit I've got on footage of just that absolute liter of blood just being sprayed. I from think. Ty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You. Got, oh, I'm talking about the tougher. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's right. When Ty blew his nose, yeah, and that, <laughs> yeah. that oh. blood come out. Yeah. No, it was. Um. So like, obviously, two heavyweights like that, it is entertaining. You know, something's going to happen and it's going to finish. Unfortunately, it didn't go our way with uh, Ty, but. And then the main fight. Who the fuck would have picked that? A few people did, didn't they? Did Who, they? Um, what big name in there? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't really read anyone did, but some, a couple people did, did they? Like, obviously, in the whole world, someone would have. Pereira, I think, put it on. Did he? Well, I suppose Pereira was um, working with him, wasn't he? Pretty sure. Sparring him and shit. But, like, I just thought if Strickland would have won, 
it would have been like a a lucky, not a lucky shot, but like a good shot, like the first round. If that went for another twenty seconds, she's I, reckon, all over. I reckon she's all over in round one. Yeah, you know, which I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought like up against the cage. I think it was just the time that was left in the round that saved Izzy. Yeah, you know. And after that, we went, holy fuck. What just happened then? I remember looking around when they were in their, on their seats going, did that just fucking happen then? And then after that, man, it was just like a bit of a chess match and Strickland just walked him down. Mm-hmm. Everything is he fl- uh, threw, Strickland just parried it, but, and then just hit him. I want to know that style. It's a weird style how he defends. But Strickland. sometimes I reckon that can get you caught up because he tries to grab, mm. tries to grab the punches. So if you're grabbing and you go over the top, yeah. you're trying to... But, you know, Izzy's one of the best strikers in the game. So he must – I think someone – I was listening to someone – to see that on Sunday. Yeah. I was, to, I was listening to someone saying that um, Strickland spars so often. Like he's fucking constantly sparring. So it's just – I suppose you can just see what people are going to throw on that. But, mate, you got to admit, like it wasn't even a thing where you go, oh, who's it going to go to? After round three, we're going, Izzy yeah. needs to knock him out. yeah. You know, or whatever is all forward, going, holy fuck. He must, he's going to come out here and swing. Strickland at the end, just yelling at him with his hands down, like, fucking come on. Just seeing yeah. red. Holy and that's God. when Izzy should have struck because he's opened. Yeah, that's right. It, it's one of those things where obviously Izzy just wasn't. I reckon uh, they will do the rematch straight up. Yeah. They which, probably... which I don't think sells. I reckon Pereira and fucking Strickland should. I reckon that. Um, Duplessis and Strickland. Two plus three. Yeah, I reckon five and Strickland fight. And then it gives Izzy a chance to go and fight someone else maybe and get a bit of something going on, not for a title for a change, you know. Yeah. And then um, and then come back to the winner. And if that Duplessis fights the main events in Africa with Izzy and him about who's the African fucking champ. Oh, like, yeah. See, there's a narrative there that they could go with. <coughs> but honestly... Just did not expect it sort of thing. And to be honest with you, like, after watching Tafa's knockout, Pedro's knockout, like, that's the shit that gets you hyped up. That was five rounds of something you're not really expecting. And Izzy, run, like, dancing around the whole time. It's not like you were just fucking going off after the fight, were you? Fuck, I'm still stuck on the point that there's going to be a card in Africa. That'd be wild. Dude, well, there's every chance. Yeah. If they make that strickland Duplessis fight happen... And Duplessis wins. It'll be in Africa. And it'll be against Izzy. And that will be be fucking loose, won't it? So I reckon that's the one that they should go with. But anyway, yeah, who would have known? Like Dana said after the thing, he goes, this sport's just fucking crazy. He goes, shit can happen like that, like that you just don't expect, eh? Yep. But yeah, so overall, though, it was a fucking great experience still, you know? Oh, that's me. My highlight, yeah. Oh, found me love and that's me. Yeah, that's prom. Yeah, 100%, man. It's a great thing to to go to and experience and shit like that, eh? Yeah. Just all the people that you got to see there. I think Gaethje was there, Sterling, Dana, like getting to see fucking Dana, Dana and the yeah, flesh right. and people like that. How's our form? Go out to get a drink or something. Dana walks past all the boys, fucking high fives and shit. They're like, yeah, we just saw Dana. We're like, fuck. <laughs> lucky, lucky he did one more run through. Yeah. We've seen him. Yeah, seen him on the way back out. But yeah, so that was the that was the UFC card. It's fucking had a had a great time, great experience. But um yeah, just a, such a shame, Ty. 
you know, going down like that and yes. and seeing what happens. But um, instead of doing it in the news later, I just wanted to say in other news in the UFC, the McGregor versus Volk. There's a bit of old McGregor called out about sixteen cunts in the last fucking oh yeah three months, but he put a he put a tweet out saying. Ask my bollocks that little sausage Volkanovsky is no way pound for pound number one. Silly, that's quick work for me. 100% accuracy work. Readable, hittable, hurtable. I like he has has the title though. We should fight at some stage so the featherweight goats will all have faced off and let there be no debate. And Volk just said, let's do it at UFC 300. Like that was his response. Let's do it at UFC 300. So... Which would be huge for Volk, just money-wise, like getting that, like, you know, that money fight and the pay-per-views and shit like that. And honestly, how does Volk not win that fight? Volk would smoke him, bro. Do you reckon? Like, where do you see that happening? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Volk's got him. Yeah, like, especially now. How's he going to make weight? Yeah. Well, I think it would be one of those things that Volk would probably go to lightweight. Like he did against Islam. Ah, right. Okay. You know, well, that's the way. I, I can't see McGregor going back down to No way. You know? I just can't see it happening, yeah. Yeah, so I think... Is he going to do this Chandler fight? Who fucking knows? That's what I mean. You're going off all this shit. Yeah. You know, but I just... It was just one of those things that I'm like, I'd just love to see Volk get that big fucking money fight and fight the McGregor and beat him. Like, how fucking sick would that be oh, for Volk? Be, oh, we'd love that for you Australia know? too, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But McGregor seems to change his fucking mind every three seconds. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things. that You just you couldn't tip McGregor in that fight unless you've seen him come back and just be like he used to be or something. You can't. Going off what he's done now, how the fuck could you tip him against Volk? No, he can't even get it done from Poria. Yeah, so. Anyway, th- that's a bit it. But after that, we... Um, Went to the after party with the Better Beer team. Had a few with Nick, Hannah, Jack and Falcon and co. And confirmed they were all legends, mate. It was fucking, you know, that was a good little thing to finish off. Yeah, I think I flew out to New York the next day. So, they were, um, well, Jack was pretty tame. Yeah, Falcon yeah. was on one. So yeah. That was good. That was good. good to see in yeah. form. But we, we had an option to go out to Penrith yeah. to the after party. And we made a conscious decision to be like, I don't have any regrets, but I would have loved to have seen what it was like. Yeah, I think it would have been pretty full on. But yeah. just, I just don't think it was our crowd. And finish, Not at that time of the weekend. Nah. No. And Bam Bam losing. People probably would have been a bit aggressive out at Penrith. And we just seen the biggest fight kick off after the UFC as well outside that um, locker room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, shout out to everyone who come said g'day as well. It was fucking awesome bumping India's, you know, um, and having a yarn. Including the, the police. Yeah. The riot control that broke the fight up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I love the show. Yeah, yeah, what a fucking legend. Yeah. Shout out to you, dude. I was thinking, fuck, what have I done here? Yeah, we're yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. The riot no, squad. I just wanted to say, you know, I said, mate, the riot, shot, uh, the riot squad love you. And I said, oh, fucking right, that's the go. <laughs> so, no, it was, um, that was good. But, yeah, it went back. Went back after that. We'll probably what played up for a few hours there, mate, and then mm. went back and I think Cambo, you called it, and we just went. I think me, Knuckles, and Quino just went. Oh, there was a bar called the Three Monkeys just around the corner, and Knuckles goes, "Ah, oh, the Three Monkeys." We went, <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll yeah. just go for one more." I was literally going for one nightcap, and um, we were lining up there and fucking waiting to go in, and Knuckles had his cap on. 
He got scanned through. The next minute he's waiting at the door with his carry-on cap, flap hat on backwards with the thing <laughs> yeah. turned up. And I thought, fuck's sake, what's he doing? And anyway, he got scanned through and the bouncer said to me, he goes, um, yeah, you can wear your hat, man. You just got to wear it backwards. And I went, <laughs> what? Righto. Put it on backwards and went in there. And we're going, these fucking dad kisses are a bunch of backwards cunts. Like they're literally making <laughs> you wear your hat backwards. And the funny thing was, imagine going into a place like that without a hat on, not getting told anything, and seeing about 40 blokes in there with backwards hats on. You'd be going, what's doing here? There's a new trend in town or fucking yeah. these cool cunts. <laughs> so what's it so the cameras can see, obviously? Yeah, like that's, yeah. that That would be it. But I just thought it was funny, you know, like if you're thinking of a situation where you went in there and, you know, it's, yeah. But that was pretty funny. Then I bailed. I was like, righto, boys, I'll leave you to it. And what did you two get up to? Can up? Just went to, well, for one more two and then gave up. Yeah. And then I had, like, my first dinner in five days and then fucking come to bed. Yeah. yeah. What did you have, mate? Two slices of pizza. Nice. Mm. Got really? a bit of carbohydrates to soak up all the piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wake up Monday feeling well and truly busted. And mm. went to, in my opinion, the most shit-run airport in the country. Oh, bruh. That pa- patience was lost. Patience was at a zero already, but just the customer service at Sydney Airport when you're trying to check in is just an absolute fucking joke, eh? Well, we're back there in two weeks, so what we're going to do is we're going to check in on our phones and we're only taking a fucking carry-on bag mm. and you don't have to do, line up with any of the peasants. Just fucking yeah. steam in. And, like, they're, they're so slow getting through it and every useless fuck just runs in and goes, oh, me fight's in half an hour. And then they just go to the front. I feel like going, fuck off, cat. Yeah. But battling demons, though, we were, which didn't, which didn't help. You know, but they, oh, yeah. yeah, they all require a good kick in the ass there. But once we got through the gates, mate, you get in there and just look at a bunch of people battling demons after a good old fashioned rip and tear in Sydney. Yes, yeah, so there was yeah. some wounded. Oh, wounded men and women just just ready to go home and be cuddled. But I had a good laugh though. I thought I'm going to get a, a a bit of hungry jacks into me, right? And I thought, oh, I'm going to get me bacon deluxe. Hook in a bit here, the large combo on that. And this one bloke next to me tried to order a quarter pound a meal. And I just laughed and looked at him and said, I feel you, brother. Like he just, because <laughs> his mate just started fucking laughing. He's like, yeah, this is a large quarter pounder. And he goes, are you kidding, cut? And fucking, it was just good because you know exactly what he's feeling. Head noise, he's just at a fucking joint trying to order. But, um, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much the trip in a nutshell, eh? Quinn, I'll be knocking up the vlog for you boys and girls over the next week or so. So we're keen as to see how that turns out. You know, we haven't really watched any of it back yet, Quinn, have we? Mm. So yeah, I've been sifting through. Oh yeah, it's going to be a journey, and it's fucking going to be exciting. So get keen for it. Yeah, it'll it's going to be fucking awesome. Fucking oath. Right, eh? Well, mate, get into a bit of cooking with Daddy. Cooking with Daddy. You've been away for four or five days, but is there anything you've done or you're looking forward to uh, get into, mate? Nah. No? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't know. Righto, well, I'll take oh, this section sweet. over. Um, the old smoker that I've got sitting there, brand spanking new, that I've fucking um, filled with pellets and seasoned. This Sunday, I think, I've got me, me fucking grass is about, not six foot high, but. 
It's got a bit on it, so gonna mow the lawn and have a few tins and get stuck into the new smoker, mate. Beautiful. I'm fucking very excited. Now I'm not gonna get too carried away. I think I'm gonna do the old pork belly bites or the old reverse sear on a big steak or something. But yeah, yep. I'm very fucking keen to actually, you know, give it give it a crack. I reckon I'll be doing microwave meals for the fucking rest of the week. Yeah. Shout out to TikTok. Yeah. We've got no fucking time for anything. Yeah, there you go. TikTok nutrition. Use the code Alfred. Check it out. 20. That's cooking with daddy this week. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> cooking with daddy in the microwave. <laughs> fucking Alfred. Check it out, by the way. Maybe a couple of Bloody Marys. Ooh. Yeah, you'll have to tell us next week, mate, how you go mm. with the Bloody Mary, mate. Mixology with daddy. <laughs> Mixology, yeah. Yeah. I've right. done a few of me day, mate. Yeah, fucking oath. Fuck you. Yeah. Um... Gave the missus, so off the back of the daddy thing, right, we were heading back the other day in the car or something, and I give her a compliment or whatever it is, and I wasn't really listening. She goes, um, she goes, thanks, darling, but sort of said it in a little funny voice, and I sat there for a bit, and I thought she said daddy. <laughs> and I was going to let it go, but I'm like, I can't. I, I thought she said thanks, daddy, and I went, what's happening? And I just stood there, and I, it's definitely not me thing. And I said, what would you say? She goes, darling. I said, oh, thank fuck. I thought you called me daddy. And she just went, oh, what? Like <laughs> both of us were just sitting there going, nah, not our thing one tiny bit. No. Are you? Have you ever been into that? Like if someone actually, like I know it's a funny thing of the show and that, but is that oh, something you get off on? Like if someone, no. how do you, how no. do you get off on that? Well, come here, daddy. Like, no. oh, <laughs> but that's probably why people get offended because they probably think you are like that instead of just taking the absolute piss like we always do. Yeah, so people might think that you like... You... want to be recognised as daddy. <laughs> no, I don't. I'll stick with Cam. Well, daddy for the trendsetters, though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, hopefully Cam cooks up oh, yeah, the next Everyone week. that come up to me at UFC is fucking daddy. <laughs> Yeah. Which is more like, I remember. Daddy's a protector, daddy provides. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there were a few times where it was just Tom and I, and we're like, it was like, oh, where's daddy's? Like, oh, he's blowing his back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a common theme. Yeah, yeah. actually, at the airport, Transetta comes up. Yeah, where's daddy? I said, oh, blowing his back out. <laughs> oh, right. Eh? It wasn't even like a, a funny question or anything. We didn't even laugh. Where's daddy? No, he's just in the shitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't do his work. But, nah, that it's is, all good. Yeah, nah, it's fucking, it is good. Right, right, Alpha News, Quino. Kick her in the dirt, mate. Yeah, I got nothing. What are you? Oh, oh. <laughs> what, what what are you got, mate? My little bit was the McGregor fucking um, yeah 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 Volk thing, bro. Shout Definitely. out to Trendsetters for this Yowie sighting. Oh. ah, so um, we're back in the game. Yep, been a Yowie sighting in Malong, wherever the fuck that is. Long way away, I reckon. Malong man claims witness deciding reverse work father and son near Creek on outskirts of Malong return home with rare story of legendary Yowie sighting. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a legend in Malong. Mm. All the articles that I've found you have to fucking pay for, so. Oh, fuck it. That's all again. Like the normal news, but we're back. We're back. The boys are back getting into their work in Malong. Cambo, you sort of, we had a bit of a look before the show, mate, at something. Yeah, so um, Dana's obviously 
getting into his work. UFC's come, um, what's the word for it? Combining with fucking uh, WWE, calling it TKO. Yeah. Was, yeah, we're trying to find something on it, and I think we have. So, Quinno, play that. Give the people a listen. WWE and the UFC are combining to create a $21 billion sports entertainment publicly traded company. The UFC and WWE are a global phenomenon. And now we're in a place we can all work together to make sure that everybody wins. There isn't anything we can't do. So you have the power of the fan base of the WWE. You have the power of the fan base of the UFC. This place is deafening right now. And we can reach all these people in so many different ways. So they're going to do what they do. We're going to do what we do. And as much ass as we're kicking, we haven't even scratched the surface of how big this is going to be. TKO. I'm glad he said we're going to stick with what we do. They're going to stick with what they do. So I hope it's like a marketing thing where things will get promoted on that platform. Do they use all the same production team, like that part of the business or something like that? Maybe because... Like you're all just linked together with that, but you put on your separate shows. Because, mate, I do not want to watch one fucking second of WWE. That's like gaming of the fucking fighting world. Yeah. I do not want to see any of that shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, so smart with the fan bases and that. Like you said, there's an opportunity to, yeah. It it must just be a business thing, not an actual, like, there's no fucking way that they could ever combine the two to be, like, on the same night event or whatever. It must be, like, the actual (laughs) company because they were putting out a thing saying shares are going to start at $102 per share. I'd say that that was US or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's interesting, though, to see what's going to happen, but I just really hope I don't have you to see. You can't do it, eh? There's no possible way. So, no they're looking one's... for investment. Is that what you're saying, Kim? Oh, I think there is opportunity for people to invest yeah, in, right. into it. Yeah, yeah. But That's I don't know. concerning. I don't know if, like, the UFC want more virgins to watch um, UFC or what, but I don't, know. I don't know what the target is. Obviously, just as many people as possible they can get to. But, yeah, like I said, I just really hope I don't have to get flooded with... WWE shit when you Maybe they start them. their own proper pay-per-view thing that's way better than anything else. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Anyway, that's what Big we'll Jones has been up to. We'll keep you updated anyway here at HQ. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's right. <coughs> 100%. Right, now there's a little clip that I fucking stumbled across only last night. Um, and this bloke, what's his name? Mach- Machino Dorito on TikTok. He does a lot of funny shit and stuff like that, but this was just like a one-off clip that he did, and he literally hits the nail on the head for me of what life's sort of all about. So have a listen to this. I mean this in the nicest way possible, but you're going to die someday and you're wasting your fucking life. Because let me explain something to you. This right here, this is it. This is it. You're not going to work your way to some moment where all of your problems go away, where life doesn't suck, where there's not ups and downs, where there's not disappointments, where there's not bad days, bad weeks, bad years, uncomfortable situations, all of these things. They're going to be there no matter what. So don't waste your fucking life trying to convince yourself that, oh, if I just delay enjoyment of the right now for, you know, 10, 20 years, then I'll get to a life that's, you know, actually happy. This is it. 
your only job in life is to enjoy it. Because none of this shit, nothing you ever accomplish is going to fucking matter at the end of the day. What matters is the fucking joy you experience, how much you enjoyed this shit, the connections you made with other people, and the memories you created. And that's it. We're in a fucking field of energy that's probably got dozens of fucking dimensions more than we're privy to. There's probably not even death for real. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I don't mean that in like a Neuralink psycho way. If you want to put your fucking consciousness in a server for thousands of years, be my guest. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying this little experience, this little video game we're in, this is fucking it. So enjoy it. Have a good day. I don't know about the old dimension thing, but the, yeah. the but what he's saying though with like I think a lot of people think that oh in ten years or whatever I'll do all this and do nothing that I enjoy to do that. It's just like man, you don't realise how fucking short it can be sometimes. Work eh? for fifty, try enjoy five or ten. Yeah, like so many people just work their fucking asses off to be like, Oh, I've got a good super. Yeah. It's like, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just good li- it's bumping into shit like that that just sort of reminds you, I think, to go like, fucking hell. You know, you got to have a bit of fun, bud. That's what she's all about well, at the end is. of it. And even your work, just find shit that you fucking might enjoy more than the average thing. But, no, I just thought that was pretty good. Run your own race, champions, and enjoy your life. Fuck what other people think. Do what makes you happy. Uh, I've only got one here from the old fucking trendsetters, and... This was great because someone has put a subscription into the Urban Dictionary. Oh, that's right. This was fucking excellent. Now, it's punkin. Punkin. Traditional Queenslander dish first invented by Little Cambodian. Often eaten with roasted pine nuts and crunchy noodles on top. First, the punkin is thrown into the oven, then removed from said oven and pan fried. But hang on to your schlong because it's going back in the oven. Garnish with roasted pine nuts and crunchy noodles and indulge in some pumpkin. And then it has like the context thing. Cooked some pumpkin last night. Fuck, it was good. When the missus woke up at 4.30, I rolled over and said, how good was that pumpkin? Fuck, I'll have some pumpkin. Baby Cam. That's from, <laughs> that's from by Alpha Bloke, not from Alpha. May 30th, 2023. Yeah, so yeah. honestly, well done, Russ. How good's that? He, he's almost got it right. Yeah, what's he, what could he have done better, mate? Well, you don't put it back in with the crunchy noodles. Back into the oven. Yeah, right. Oh, what do you do? Remove from said oven. Going back into the oven. Well, I think he said back into the oven. He should have said took out, then garnish with roasted pine nuts. And then, yeah, because yeah, you're not going to put the country, crunchy noodles back in the oven. Mm. And where's the balsamic vinegar, baby? Oh, yeah. fuck's sake. Come on. But And caramelised balsamic vinegar. So what would you give that out of ten? Oh, I get seven. Yeah. So it's still, Daddy's giving you a seven. That's yeah. not that's not bad. Not bad at all. That's pretty good. That was a pumpkin pizza. Yeah, we, we got into our work down at uh, Darling Harbour and there was a pumpkin feta pizza with pine nuts yeah. and rocket. Just yeah. needed a bit of balsamic. Yeah, Daddy ordered that straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, good stuff. It wasn't the most popular. Uh, that was the one left behind. Yeah, I thought I was fucking going nowhere near it. I think I had one. I think I had one bite and it was okay. But I was, uh, I was feeling like pepperoni and fucking cheese a bit more. Yeah, but no, it, it did taste alright though. It's fucking pretty good. Righto, well we're busted asses here, but fucking got through an episode. Quinn, have you got one or two to finish off? 
Yeah, man. Right, let's fucking. Uh, oh, I sure do. Let's fucking let's get them to pick our morale up a little bit to fucking close the show, eh? Well, howdy, Dana, you pair of turkey licking bullfrog looking motherfuckers. It's Bull Larry here from our West, our West, our West Australia again. And I got a proper true yarn for you boys. About four years ago, I had a colostomy bag and I went into hospital shit and functionally, once a day, look forward to it. When I came out, dead hole. Lips sealed shut. I wasn't shitting on the daily anymore and I like a good shit. Hell, I'll rate a good shit up there against an average route any day and I wasn't getting a route once a day so I was at a fucking loss, wasn't I? And things weren't about to start changing now. I got a bag of shit hanging off me. The missus, yeah, she put out a little less frequent than normal but hell, can't blame you. We conceived a child that way. Look forward to telling him that, son, you were conceived with a bag full of dung between me and your mum. Sleep top. There's some head noise for the night. But these bags were right cunts of things to change. So you got a hole in your stomach, right? And you've got to put the bag on there, connect it somehow. There's no three-point linkage or hydraulic hose connection or suction cups or nothing like that. They give you like a, a double-sided sticky gasket type thing. And I suppose it'd stick somewhat. But I'd sweat in the middle of the night, break the seal and wake up in a puddle full of my own shit. This oh. is wasn't too wrapped about that. Probably more rap than the time we went out drinking. No, fuck, I was an absolute carry-on. Couldn't control myself. I'm drinking beers, moving on to the bourbons. By the end of the night, I'm smoking Winnie Greens. And uh, <laughs> you're supposed to empty this bag like three, four, five times a day. Well, I forgot about the cunt, didn't I? I thought I was a normal human being. So this bag's chock-a-block full, filling up my stomach. My asshole's closed. Nowhere for it to go. The one time I want that seal to break, it fucking doesn't. And I'm spewing up straight shit. Oh. It's passing me tonsils over the top of me tongue, through the gaps of me teeth. I was shit-faced, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> I did not need to hear that. <laughs> Holy fuck, that was unreal. Bit going on there, Buglari. Wow. Mm. Wow. Shit bag. Oh, you'd think they'd have a quick fit, wouldn't you? Like a little... What do you mean? Oh, yeah, they sew your ass up, do they? I think if it's a long-term thing, they'll show your daughter all up. But, you know. Two. I don't know if you could request to leave it open for some, you know, blokes out there. But there you go. That's a fucking wild yarn. That would be such a fucking thing to, to, to get through day-to-day life with a shit bag, wouldn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't see me out doing too much. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Bit of energy. Fucking love it. Cowboys, Uncle Jack High back here again. Fellas, I had a little bit of a dilemma with the old boy I've been having with him lately. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, dabbling in a little bit of ass eating lately. And, uh, <laughs> and somehow I got back to the old boy. I've, I've been running through some women lately, so he must have picked up on some of uh, the, the sheilas that have been coming through the work office. And anyways, he... Uh, he pulls me up and he goes, Uncle Jack, hey, come here. Right here, come here. <laughs> mate, you need to stop fucking doing this ass eating, mate. It's not good for you. I'm going, what are you doing here, mate? It's fucking, there's nothing wrong with that. Bit of fucking doot action, there's nothing wrong with that, mate. All these young shields, they're all about it. And he goes, no, mate, look, it's, it's, you're eating that much ass, mate. It's coming back to me. I don't like it. There's so much of it getting around town. Mate, they're, they're starting to say that you're, the only thing that eats more fucking ass than you is fucking toilet paper. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like, fucking, what are you talking about, mate? There's nothing wrong with it. It's like I'm going to get pink eye. And he goes, don't worry about pink eye, cut. You're probably going to get fucking brown mouth by the way you're going. Fuck <laughs> me. Anyways, boys, fucking stay out of yourselves. <laughs> what a madman. Must have been listening to daddy. Getting into, getting into his eating game. Oh. Yep. 
Run your own race, bros. But we will be back next week. Fucking ready to rumble. Got through the yarn. Like we said, there's fucking... That vlog is uh, is going to be unreal. I can't wait to see what we can do to put it together as well because Quino was glued to that camera. Um, yeah, so thanks for fucking listening, legends, getting around us, and have a fucking ripper weekend. Stay out of yourselves, and we'll fucking be with you next week. See you Tuesday. See ya. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.